Hey everybody, welcome back after a two week long hiatus to What's for Dinner, a relationship podcast. It's been two weeks, so for those who forgot, I'm Shannon. And I'm Sion. And we are sorry that we have missed two weeks. It is very we're getting sorry. huh? Very sorry. Yeah. We're getting a lot closer to the wedding, and so I think Everything has just kind of been happening, and work's been getting really busy, and it just, we found no time. And what's worse is we're on, like, a quarantine, so we literally, like, haven't done anything. We've just kind of been sitting at home, but I think we just needed a little break and just to do nothing for a little while. But the first week, I will say we were traveling. Yeah. So we sat, that's how long it's been. Yeah, so we went back home to Science House in Nashville, and we went down there because originally we were supposed to have a an engagement party this weekend, like this one that's coming up Labor Day weekend. But we ended up having to cancel that just because there was a lot going on the coming weeks after, and so we wouldn't be able to do the quarantine, and we were just getting worried and. We're rule followers to, for the most part. So we just wanted to make sure we get that and like not put anybody in danger or make anybody feel uncomfortable. So we were in the car on Wednesday and I had to sit in the back seat and work the entire car ride. 14 and a half hours. It was, I think it was like 16 hours. That felt like that was the longest car ride ever. We left at four and we got back at eight. So yeah, that was, a, 16. that was a tough, tough car ride. Poor sign had to like you know not talk the whole time to anybody, so we just had a podcast on like barely playing because I had phone calls all day long, and it was it was an adventure, but it was really great to finally be able to see Science family because it had been it's been since February. It was like really great to see my family. Yeah, his mom was like so happy to see him. I mean, everybody was, but and his brother was really funny. Yeah, he just we walked in and Sign walked up to him to give him a high five, and he just looked. So confused. I mean, he was just like, it was like he wasn't even there. He was just shocked. And then he always usually sees me when I walk in, but this, he had no idea that I was there. It took him, like, like probably two hours until I, like, walked back into the room and he was like, said, hey. So now that we're back, we have two weeks worth of Rose and Thorn, so I feel like we have to have something good. And I told myself my Thorn can't be quarantine-related. I didn't tell Sion that, but that is my rule right now. So, Sion, you can go first. My rose is seeing the fam. Like, it's been so long since I've seen my mom, my dad, my brother. Definitely the rose. I feel like we can have two roses. Two Um, weeks, two roses. I think the second was, I feel like that's going to take your rose, so I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait. And then my thorn is... Definitely the car rides, like doing yeah. 14 and a half to 16 hour days twice, like five, four or five days apart is a lot. It's only my thorn. Okay. I don't really have another thorn. It's been an all right week. Spending too much money on Uber Eats. Yeah, that's another thorn. That's a thorn. <laughs> that's a big thorn. Like when you wake up after the week and you look at your credit card and you're like, shoot. I don't know. My rose... What were you going to say my rose was? I don't know. Say your rose first. No. You say it because I, I have a couple ideas. Yeah, so maybe it's one no, of them. No, say it. It's uh, the saris. Yeah, that's not my rose, but that's high up there. That's like a petal on the rose. We got to see my saris for the wedding. I got to wear one, and it was so great, and it's so pretty. We have pictures, but again, pictures don't even do it justice. So it was amazing. You can check it. We'll post pictures um, on our Instagram so you guys can see what we've been up to the past two weeks. My rose would honestly probably right now be just because we are in quarantine, but the place underneath us has just had really good music the past couple weeks. Yeah, great artists. And we've been home. I mean, yeah, they're artists. But they have, like, street performers come. And so we just open up the windows, and it's getting really breezy at night, so it's, like, nice to have the windows open. 
And so I feel like this sounds really dumb and cheesy, but, like, it sounds like an old-timey New York movie, like the credits. Yeah. And, like, we're, like, you know, people that. are just sitting in their room at the end of the movie and the credits are going. I get that. That's what it feels like. So it's kind of nice. And then you keep seeing all this stuff like, New York is dead, New York is dead. And I'm like, where? You know, where is it dead? Because we've been here through all of it except for one month. And it's not dead. No. It's thriving. You guys just can't visit because you're not allowed to right now. But it's real. It's actually really nice. I feel like for like people who are really local, nothing's run down by or run in by tourists and stuff. So it's been really, really nice. My thorn is probably acne. <laughs> acne and having to stop eating gluten are my thorns because I'm. A, you know, two months to the wedding, exactly. I got 60 days to get it right, get it tight. And that involves not eating gluten because I'm slowly realizing that my stomach hates me when I do because my little pooch is going away when I stop eating it. And the minute I start eating it, I get acne and my stomach blows up, as well as mask me. So really, I'm falling apart. And that's my thorn because it's awful. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, two weeks. Wow. Lots changed. Two weeks, mask me, gluten free. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. The mask me, though, has really been an issue. I feel like I posted it one day and I had so many people be like, can you please tell me if anybody gets back to you? Like, what are you doing? Because all of us have it. Yeah. And we can start by just giving some mask me tips. Um, I think. I don't have one, but I think I need to invest in one, like a spray bottle just to keep in your bag, like a moisturizing Mario Badescu rose water or something so that whenever you take your mask off, if you're not home and don't have your stuff, so you have like a little spray to spray your face because it's definitely because you're dry. And then I bought these things called zit stickers. I think is what they're called. Yeah, I'll look that up. But they're just these little stickers that are skin tone color, and you can put them on your face if it's anything but cystic acne. Like, it doesn't work for cystic, I've tried. And you can put it on, and then you can see it, like, taking all the stuff out of your face. It's gross, but it's awesome. And then when you take it off, your zit is basically gone. I've cleared up zits in a matter of, you know, a couple hours because I caught it early through a sticker on. But... Just make sure you read the packaging because I accidentally used like half of the stickers the first time because I thought there were a lot more. So that was a bummer and I have to go buy more. Yeah. <laughs> because it's been so bad that I use so many. Cyan doesn't have this issue. Cyan doesn't have acne. I get acne. Not really. I just make you feel like you use something. Oh, that's kind of me. No, you get like bumps, but they're not ever zits. I get some zits sometimes. It happens to everyone. I'm just laughing. I have, like, full-on adult acne, though. It's the worst. And my job, we all used to have our screens on, and now none of us have our screens on because we just don't feel like putting them on anymore. But half the time, I'm like, I'm not turning my screen on, guys. I have, like, three stickers on my face. Shannon, <laughs> it's fine. But it was funny because when I told them, I was like, does anybody – I like, was in a call, and I was like, does anybody else have mask me? And they're like, oh, and like felt really bad for me. And I felt like a middle schooler who like started getting acne again for the first time. Oh, no. I <laughs> think a really lot of people awkward. suffer from acne. It sucks. Another thing I heard, I haven't tried it, but I really want one, is the silk masks. Yeah, that sounds really nice. I just feel like that sounds kind of lovely on your face. Because you wear them everywhere. And then somebody sent me this type of mask that has something in it to prevent mask me like hmm. a, like a moisturizer of some sort it's like a zinc but it's not zinc because that oh. doesn't do it i don't think i don't know what it is i can share it on our stories but i looked into it the only thing i don't like about them is that it ties in the back and i am a huge c proponent of straps around your ears yeah ear loops for the one 
have you seen that like the clear masks are becoming a really big thing yeah that, they creep me out though it could kind of imagine? looks like a serial killer mask well could you imagine just like having to wear that all day and like that's literally like putting saran wrap on your mouth yeah. and just breathing that in all day and i feel like so now you're getting damp i feel like clear things are cool in theory until you realize you sweat like shoes clear shoes i imagine would be disgusting well, you remember when I tried those damp. shoes on that one time? We were at a store in Nashville, and I tried on, like, the clear plastic heels. And I was like, oh, these are cute. And then I was like, wait, am I sweating? And then we looked, and you could see, like, the big cloud of condensation. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I feel like all clear things have that. Or, like, the tall boots. Like, I don't know how people do that. What do you do? Just, like, constantly powder your shins? Probably. <laughs> I stray away from that. It's like dry powder. Speaking of clothes, another thing I've been doing is trying to sell all of mine because after our last episode, I realized I hated my closet. So I've sold a few things and I need to get to Buffalo Exchange to try to sell more. But it makes me feel kind of weird because I posted them on Instagram and like no one really wanted too much. And then everybody wanted the same things. But and then I take them to, you know, Buffalo or play-doh's closet and even they don't want it it's like is it that my clothes are ugly i mean these second play-doh's closet took some stuff well they both take things but the things that i they're not taking i'm really surprised the hats people just aren't wearing it right now like right now i bet the big thing is like as gross as it sounds like athleisure ew guys don't buy athleisure from you don't buy used. used nike shorts that's gross but I feel like that's, like, the big thing right now because that's what everyone's wearing. Have I talked about the Nike shorts thing on the podcast? I don't think in college? so. Okay, if I'm repeating this story, I'm sorry to anybody. In college, there was this, like, you know, UTK buy-sell sorority page where sorority girls would post things for sale. And there were just some things on there that were, like, really dumb or gross or... So I had a rolling thing on my Twitter called things I saw on the UTK buy sell page and this went on for a while <laughs> but you know every so often it was like you know things I saw on the buy sell page and it was you know use Nike shorts and if anybody hasn't worn Nike shorts they have like undies sewn in so that you don't have to wear undies I don't wear undies when I wore them because they're built in but people would just be selling those and that's like selling your undies Especially if you, like, worked out in them. That's gross. Or just walk to class. You go to UT. It's literally a hill both ways. Yeah. Yeah. That's just unsanitary. And then I also would see a lot of, like, bikinis. And they wouldn't say never been worn. It would just be bikinis. That's gross. Like, again, that's gross, guys. I don't care how. Like, I'll share. Like, I've borrowed a friend's bikini. But, like, I'm not buying bikinis from a stranger. And then... Another thing I saw was, like, someone was like, hey, guys, I'm looking for socks. Go to Walmart. Like, we had a Walmart on-campus socks for, like, $3. I think I even commented, like, hey, I will, I will Venmo you $3 for socks if you need it. But I just kept posting things. And then probably by far the two top ones that were my favorite were, hey, guys, my mom just got me this North Face book bag, but I don't like the color. Does anybody want to buy it? It's like, your mom gave you this. It was a blue book bag. And they didn't like the color, so they wanted to get rid of it. And they were selling it for, like, nothing. Like, so you're not just going to have a book. Like, why would you sell that? Why would you just return it? I don't even, yeah. And then another one was, you know, Patagonia fleece, never been worn. And the picture was, like, the girl wearing it. And it's like in a mirror pic. Like she's like never been worn and it's like, girl, you're wearing it. And so I just had this page going on for a while on my Twitter and someone commented and I got kicked out of the group. Because you were a bully. Because I just said don't buy used Nike shorts on the internet. <laughs> facts though. Facts. <laughs> don't buy used Nike shorts and use bikini bottoms on the internet. No one should ever do either of those things. And never been worn or socks. Never been worn while you're wearing it really just makes me laugh. Yeah. That's like a – that's just a funny thing to me because I feel like that happens a lot. 
especially because, like, I see people doing it now on this girl that I know. I think she's really funny. And she has great clothes. And right now she's selling her clothes again. Like, she always, go, you know, kind of goes through her clothes and sells them. And she posted one day, she's like, never been worn dress while wearing the dress. And I commented, I was like, you're wearing the dress. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I shouldn't have said that. It's just funny. Got it. It's such a it's such an easy mistake because you don't even think about it. Like, yeah, I never wore this out. Yeah. Let me try it on for you. I'm like, dude, you're wearing it. The irony in that is just amazing. Yeah. So yeah, that's my little soapbox. Oh, we have an air date for the Bachelorette. Did I tell you that? No, I've o- been totally out of Bachelorette news. October. I'm pulling it. Bachelorette ABC, October 13th at 8, 7 central on ABC. Nice. That's pretty soon. It's like a month away. Yeah. Month and 13 days. 14, 13 days. And then the other guy starts filming soon. Oh, with um, Matt Matt James. James. Yeah. So we have to, once those girls come live, we can do a... We can do a breakdown of the girls because apparently we're very good at picking picking people out. Do we think that's also going to be in a... It is. Okay. A resort. Yeah. Yeah, they're filming in a resort. Oh, yeah, where? I don't I don't remember. The same resort? There's no. just like a crossover episode? It's going to film in Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, what's in Pennsylvania? Oh, my God. Why Pennsylvania? Oh my gosh. I don't know, but the Jason guy. It's the Mid Atlantic's largest playground, is what the hotel is dubbed as. I, for some reason, I take that very literally. <laughs> like, I imagine this place has huge slides. And the other, the other, Claire's was filmed at the La Quinta Resort and Club. Is that also in Pennsylvania? I don't think so. I thought theirs was, like, in, like, Utah Palm or something. Palm Springs, I yeah. thought. I don't know. That could be wrong. I thought it was in Palm Springs. Maybe it's Palm Springs. But either way, much the girls always get, like, a little bit snubbed because I remember during Peter's season, he's like, and we're going to? Cleveland. Oh, yeah, Cleveland. <laughs> and all the girls were like, yeah. yay, Ohio's for lovers. Virginia's for lovers. Facts. Virginia is for lovers. No billboards. You better love each other. Yeah. That's all it says <laughs> when you enter and leave. There's nothing to do in Virginia, so you better love each other when you're there. Yeah. I have a friend who, when her now husband graduated from college, he was going to go do like the fly fishing thing in um, Wyoming. Like teach fly fishing? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so she drove with him to like, you know, be with him during that and then stayed with him for a little bit and she said that kansas really tested their their relationship kansas is hands down the most boring state she's like there's nothing there there's not really places to stop there's not really places to eat it she's like it was probably like the biggest test of our relationship but i just think is really funny yeah i'm from kansas and i can tell you it's the most boring place in america you can literally run a marathon and never go up or down it's so flat Ew. and there's just nothing but wheat fields we've done the driving thing a lot more recently i kind of i'm not mad at it no but we get good drives like the coastal drive is really nice it is i really we went to cape hatteras at the beginning of the summer and i really enjoyed the ride home except for that one we went over the chesapeake bay bridge and the water was really crazy because there was, a, like, a storm coming. And it was a little scary. Yeah, I was going to say, that I part was scary. did not enjoy the car ride to Hatteras or out of Hatteras because both of them were storms when you were going over the ocean. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I forgot about the one when we came in. Yeah. It was the sand had blown over the road, and so we were kind of swerving a little bit. It was a little scary. Yeah, there was, like, a point where it was raining so hard you – the water was coming down so fast, your windshield wipers couldn't take it off fast enough. And then you also had, like, sand, so now you're, like, 
Yeah. Getting like And you're on a bridge going over the ocean for like a good part of it too. Yeah, so both times I was not a big fan because <laughs> like I was driving, but it was a nice drive nonetheless. Like I like the bridges. I feel like they would have been cooler had it not been raining. Had it not, yeah. Well, I feel like Kipatters gets taken out sometimes by these hurricanes. For sure. These hurricanes have been insane. Have you heard anything about Louisiana? I haven't even seen anything. It hit a wildlife preserve. But, like, not a lot of people. Yeah. So not a lot of people around that area. Oh, great. That's really good to hear. Hurt the preserve, like, pretty bad, but. I mean, I feel like it's better than a bunch of people getting drowned. That's true. And underwater. Hurricane season has been wild. We've gotten hit with it. Yeah. Yeah, we got hit that one day. We've gotten hit more than um, South Carolina's gotten hit. Cyan hates hurricanes. I do. I just... He's very scared of them. You know, tornadoes are one thing because that's just wind. Hurricanes are wind and rain and flooding and, yeah. Tornadoes come the, out of those. The only thing they tell you for a hurricane is leave. Like, that That in itself <laughs> is should Board say enough. Board up your windows. Like, there's no, there's no go to the basement and you'll be fine. You know, it's leave. Board up the windows. Just drive away. Still at your house. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't do that. Like, that's so much risk. Yeah. I guess I'm just so used to it that I'm like, okay, where are we going? We used to grow up going to Asheville a lot. That was always really fun. Go and stay at my friend's cousin's house. Okay. Go hiking. And so does, like, do most people have, like, somewhere to go? I guess that, no, that's, like, a I mean, you really don't have to go. Answer. If you think about, like, go to Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, it's only like three hours. Get to Greenville. You know? You don't have to go too far in. You just get away from the coast. Okay. You know, so you can go just to the other side of the state, and you should be kind of all right, I think. At least from what I know. But I've also driven in, in the middle of a hurricane and flown. Yeah. So, I don't yeah, really. Yeah, just don't do them. It's just windy. I really it's just loud. don't do them. It's windy waves <laughs> i'll do a blizzard you know i'll do a tornado blizzards are terrifying though blizzards can shut you down for so much longer than a hurricane yeah and it's cold yeah when i was like a kid in kansas city there was a blizzard that took away power for 14 days oh you told me about this it was crazy and i lived on a hill so like we couldn't leave the hill it was frozen solid where you picked your way down but slide slide down yeah you you we you lay out you lay salt like the night before but usually it, it rains and snows so fast that it freezes on top of it and then you're just stuck um so you like get like a pick and you just pick down until you get to the bottom have a driveway it's fun though i don't know there's so much ice like you ice skate i just found a bug bite on my ankle oh no it's in the inches yeah we've been at inside for the most part during this quarantine we've been pretty good about it but i like working with the window open to make it feel like i'm outside and i like to hang my little feet out but now i have a bug bite mosquitoes are just nibbling but that's like where we've been working which segues us totally unplanned into today's topic of jobs properly titled how to pay for dinner yeah because you gotta work to pay for your uber eats that you order too often yeah so we can let scion kick us off what do you do how did you get there tell us a little bit about your job without doxing yourself i'm an analyst at like a cosmetic company um, for their R&D department. I do portfolio management. It's it's a really interesting job. I, I don't know how to like describe it in terms of how I got there because I just kind of, I never thought I would work for a cosmetic company and now I do, but I like it a lot. It's really cool. Um, I went to grad school. Um, I got a master's in pharmacology and an MBA. And then I was looking for a job in New York. I've always wanted to move to New York. Shana was already living in New York package deal baby um and so i was just like applying around i applied for a job in april and 
I, I didn't get that job, but like my application was still in their server. And so they reached out when I was visiting you and interviewing for another job. And they were like, hey, do you have time to interview for this? And I was like, okay. I'm here. Uh, I took the interview. Like a week later, I did another phone interview and then another in-person interview. And then the day later, they offered me the job. Yeah, um, we were out to dinner. I think we've talked about that in another episode. Yeah. We were out, we were just having we were kind of having a day like day drinking so we were all like, you know, slightly inebriated, and then Sion gets a phone call and all of us are like, "What's going on?" And then he just came back and was like, "I got a job." Yeah, it was pretty exciting. How was it transitioning? You have like a prior to the queue, you had kind of a little bit of a crazy schedule. Yeah, I miss the office. I miss, oh, I miss, like, being able to go to an office. I miss, like, my office setup. I have a desk, like, a nice monitor. Um, I miss that. But, yeah, prior to the queue, I really had, like, a majority of the time I was out in Long Island commuting. and Sign would drive. Yeah, and occasionally I would get to work from the city. So I was pretty used to the work-from-home part. Not having to commute was great, but I don't know. I just really miss the office, too. What time did you go in and get home? I would leave at like 5.30 to get to work at 7 You would not leave at 5.30. 6, six at the latest. You would leave at 5.30 on like a really, really good day. 6 at the latest. I would leave at 6 at the latest. And to get to work around 7, um, I would work from 7 to like 4.30 and leave at 4.30, come back here kind of finish out my day here like answer emails um close out everything slash schedule everything for the next day and then do it all over again so shannon tell us about your job how did you get there i my my whole career path is a mess to be completely honest but it's pretty cool it's not (laughs) It's, it's a mess i graduated from ut mediocre grades And I thought that I knew what I wanted to do. Honestly, I still don't really know what I want to do. I think I know, but we'll see. And I was originally interviewing a lot for basically like analyst jobs, which I would have been so bad at. Like buying? Yeah, kind of, but like, no. Like, analysts like the products that you get what oh. to do with them picking the SKUs. I honestly I couldn't even explain to you now because I have no idea and I interviewed for this one company six times dang that's a lot six like six separate phone calls and every time like I'd get two or three and they'd be like oh we want to move you to a different job two or three oh we want to move you to a different job and then I just never heard back it was like the most infuriating thing and it was like a big company. I was getting really excited because it kept being like, oh, we really like you. Will we really like you? You just have to talk to this one more person. You'll be all good. And I was like, I can come down. And I kind of thought, you know, I want to live in Atlanta because I lived in Atlanta for three months. And then I had been dating someone, so I'd been down there every week or so. And I just loved it. I loved everything about it. And then – when that didn't happen, I just kind of gave up because it was the only real, like, fashion job in Atlanta, and it wasn't even fashion because I worked at the Apparel Martin Wholesale and knew I absolutely didn't want to do that. And so I moved home, and I started working a sales job at a boutique, and honestly, I loved it. Like, I love working in a you store. You are good at, like, the store life. Yeah. Talking to people, reaching out, like, understanding a customer's needs. Like, those are... Yeah, maybe one day, like, when I'm old and don't want to work anymore, I'll just go work in a store. Or I'm never bored. And someone just wants to hire me on the weekends and I have nothing else to do. But I kind of realized when I was there, like, I still am friends with everybody at that store. I go visit them all the time when I'm home. But I just was like, I don't want to live in Somerville. Like, I had started to think about getting my own apartment and how that would all work. And I like wasn't making enough money to do that at all. But I started looking for another job and I feel bad still because I committed to that store and they're like, we, we only want to hire someone long term. I was like, yeah, I'll be here long term. And like, 
that was my plan. I started looking at apartments to get out of the, my parents' house because I didn't want to be there anymore. And I ended up interviewing for this internship in PR, which I knew nothing about. Didn't even know the first thing about PR. And ended up getting it. And so I just moved to New York and lived in my aunt's living room for like six months. And it was great. And I commuted on the bus every single day from New the Jersey. Long bus ride. Like, yeah. I would go, I mean, I, I would leave at like six o'clock and I wouldn't get home till eight. It was such a long day. But I was interning four days a week at a pretty big PR agency, fashion PR agency in the beauty department. That's kind of where I really fell in love with beauty and loved working in it. And then after my internship, I got another job in PR. And I was an executive assistant, basically, which I didn't realize I was kind of signing up for when I first got the job. And so it was also in a really small office. And honestly, I'm still super thankful for that job just because it did, you know, help me learn what I didn't want to do, what I did want to do. Like having is a little bit of a tough boss. But I feel like, you know, you learn the most from your tough bosses. Yeah, for sure. You know? And I started doing working there and another company because my work turned in from PR assistant to influencer work. Then I got fired <laughs> from that place because they just didn't need it. And then the other company I was working for didn't need it. And so I was unemployed for six months and just kind of doing small, small jobs here and there. I tempted at a couple agencies um, I worked for J. Crew for a couple weeks. I always forget I worked for J. Crew for a couple weeks. Very corporate office. Yeah, freelance. Very, very interesting corporate office. Um, but that was interesting. And then I temped at another PR agency in beauty and was doing influencer stuff, and that was really great. And then I went to, I got a job at another PR agency doing full time as. A fashion assistant and it just wasn't I was you know kind of exiled to a small office and it was a it, really weird working situation it was a strange working situation and I think that kind of put the nail in the coffin of my PR life because it just wasn't it wasn't the right fit which is fine so I ended up getting fired from that job too and then I did the unemployment thing for a little while you know, gig jobs here and there. I worked for my friend's boyfriend who I can't remember where he worked, but I was shooting like commercials and stuff. I did like two, but yeah, it was really for Verizon fun. for Verizon. You can find me on Facebook. I can. It's really funny. It was such a funny day. So I just spent the whole day with like shooting this stuff. And so my friend's boyfriend was there and it was like a really great time. Um, but yeah, that was a fun thing. And then I ended up getting a job as an office assistant at an event agency. And that was where I was up until June when I got fired from that job because of COVID. So that one was because of COVID. Um, but I, I really, I did like that, that job. I learned a lot. Um, I do miss events. Um, but I think it just kind of worked out that, you know, there wasn't, I didn't see kind of too much future there. And I started kind of looking for another job at the end of last year, beginning of this year. And I had a couple interviews and nothing ended up working out, which honestly I feel like probably was the best thing that could have happened because yeah. I would have been the first out yeah. at a new company. And a lot of these companies, a lot of the companies that I used to work for, laid everybody off like immediately exactly you had steady income for a while yeah so i kept my income i there weren't any pay cuts there weren't pay raises but there weren't any pay cuts um and i think they just couldn't keep that up anymore which is fair you, you work in events the fact that they could even keep a company running and everybody like not firing anybody yeah until june, end of june is huge and so i was let go there end of june and I did the unemployment thing for 
Like three weeks. Three not weeks. Even. <laughs> For three weeks. And I kind of stumbled up upon the job that I'm in now. And I do social media for an agency in the city, and it's all remote. And I don't think they see a future of going back to the office, which is a little bit sad. And I'm currently freelance, so I'm not like, as they call it, I'm permalance. So I'm freelance, but I'm hourly. But I like it because I work over 40 hours usually, especially right now. Yeah. But I love it. I'm surprised at how much I love it sometimes yeah you seem to really enjoy it and it's not fashion which sometimes just like hurts my heart a little bit because that's what I wanted to do and what I've always like you know kind of dreamed of doing and so like part of me is a little bit like just like snubbed because I want to get back into that but the fact that I'm getting as much experience as I'm getting right now and I've only been there for two months yeah a month two months two months two months and I'm it's a job where I feel like every single day I learn something new, which I feel like hasn't happened in a lot of jobs. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of a lot of the stuff that I've been doing is self-taught. And so for the first time, I feel like people are able to kind of teach me things. I'm able to learn something. I learn something new probably every day, which I feel like is a really, really rare thing for the jobs that I've had. So that's really exciting. So I'm really happy where I am now and it's good pay, and I'm marrying Sion, so I can get on his insurance. <laughs> but Hello. right now, I don't have insurance. <laughs> Someone insure me, please. Just kidding. We have, like, two months, so I just can't, like, break a bone in two months because that would suck. Yeah, please don't. But, yeah, I feel like while I was working, I had a pretty good schedule. I think now I have a terrible schedule. I think your schedule is kind of out of whack because – we now start around the same time. Sometimes I start a little bit earlier. Sometimes I don't. Very rarely. Um, yeah, we start around the same time, but you go later than I go. Yeah. And I also just, like, before all of this happened, I had such a good routine. You know, I'd wake up in the morning. I'd go to my workout class. And I would just have the morning to myself, usually, which I feel like most people don't ever have that. But, like, it's awesome. No offense to you at all, but, like, just having – you would have your own moments, too, in the morning where you could just, do like, sit in the kitchen, do your own thing for even, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. And so sometimes I miss those little moments where you could be by ourselves, but – I do miss the commute. It's such a – I – I, you would, you, I hate driving. I, I need to put this out there, though. Like, I hated driving on the LIE. Like, the traffic yeah. sucked. People are crazy. They are. Even when I'm in the car with you. You'll cross like four lanes in under four feet. It's crazy, you know, out of nowhere. But I do miss like driving sometimes. it's like 45 minutes just to yourself where you can listen to whatever music you want as loud as you want it. And you can call your friends on the phone. And the views are great. Like that's like the best part is like, yeah. I mean, when I leave the city, I leave around sunrise. I leave the city, I see the skyline when the sun rises. Yeah. When I'm getting back, it's usually like the sun is past the west side. So, like, I kind of see it setting on the horizon as I'm entering the city. It's like, I don't know. It's very picturesque. That's that's a little cheesy. It was cheesy. I mean, very cheesy. It's very cheesy. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think for me, it's, I mean, it's taken, I'm still not back in a routine, but I'm trying really hard and I'm a lot happier in the mornings when I do stuff. Like, science said, like, for me, he, not, he'd do things for me. But, like, doing things for yourself in the morning. So, like, the days that I probably have the most trouble at work, not even trouble, but just, like, not as great of a day, is the day where I wake up and go straight to work. Yeah. And then the days that I you wake up, either get a workout in, take a shower, do my, my new new face that I bought it's awesome um make my coffee make a breakfast and then get started like sit down and make my list in the morning it's great yeah you can't let work you can't approach work being reactionary explain that I don't know like if the first thing you do is you roll over you 
look at your phone and you look at work and then you start working like you don't do something for yourself the first thing you're doing in the day is reactionary you're reacting to something that you have to do at work you're not that's true you're not starting your work day doing what you need to do you're doing what someone else is something that someone else has dictated for you to do and that's reactionary yeah you don't want to start your day reactionary I also feel like I need to start sitting back at the table or bring the table into our room. I was thinking about that the other day. Because I, I love sitting by there. the window and sometimes sitting in this dark room. We like our, our middle room is dark because the window goes to our neighbor's apartment. You know who I miss? Subject change. That couple that used to talk to a lot downstairs. I haven't heard them in a while. The... The wine lady? No. The one, the, that couple that when, like, New York started to be a little bit fun again, like, you would just hear them talking all the time, like, really loud. Oh, yeah. Like, it sounded like they were just standing by the trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard them in a while. I don't think they lasted through quarantine. And Annie Girl is gone. I haven't heard no, I haven't heard Annie Girl. She's still around? Yeah, she's still going strong. She has time to audition for Broadway now. Yeah, but it's been three years. Yeah, but maybe people aren't going to go there. You is can her become shot. a better singer <laughs> She over stayed. Time. Yeah, but, like, maybe, like, diversify plays. Is she still singing Annie? Yeah, she still sings Annie all the time. That's sad. She does other show tunes, too, but Annie is, like, a... We should buy her, like, a doll or something that's Annie. I don't know. Just, like, I toss no it up until is. someone looks out the window and just, like, oh. Just start singing, like, tomorrow, tomorrow, catch it. Yeah, so that's kind of our current work situation. I think another thing that we do that just, we eat at weird times. I don't really eat lunch. Yeah, finding mealtime is very hard, and finding meals in general is just hard. Again, I hate lunch. Yeah. We've been, <laughs> we've been on a big date kick right now. Not going on dates, eating them. Yeah, eating dates. Almond butter. Yeah, cheese. and it's great. I mean, it, you know. It's a, a date. A, a date's a date. But it's a very good snack, and it kind of tastes like cotton candy. So I don't mind it. But I would really like a bag of chips. I had uh, a sandwich today, and I really would have enjoyed something crunchy with it. That reminds me. At some point, I want to try and find those cotton candy grapes. I've never have had those. Have you heard those? those? Have you, you've never had one? I've never had one, but I've they, heard of them tastes just like cotton candy i mean that's what everybody says but like i don't believe it i've had one i've had i've had a bunch that doesn't make me believe it they're really good i mean they're really good and like if you put them in the freezer you freeze them let them get a little hard and then eat them see here's my thing with frozen grapes is i don't like the idea of crunching them i love frozen because i food. hate oh my god i like it sound. i feel like it sounds like nails on chalkboard it's like hurting my neck right now frozen fruit is so good it's, it's such a weird thing to say, I guess, but like raspberries frozen is delicious. What an interesting citizen reflect announcement. So we have this app called Citizen, and I've seen more people are getting on it. So I feel like that is because people now know what it is, like in other states. And someone said it's just person acting violently. What? Oh, wait, that's the east side. Okay. Um, and today the bus fares came back. Yeah. That's a bummer. So the buses have basically been free because they, um, wanted to try to stop people from going all the way through and kind of like spreading COVID. So it was essentially free because you have to pay at the front. You can't go through the front. You can't pay. Now you have to go through the front. Now you have to pay. So I've never taken the bus here. Because I don't know how. I took the cross town once. I don't know how. It was like a dollar fifty, maybe like two fifty, and it just took me across the park, and I could have walked that. It's a subway ride. It's the same as a subway ride. It's, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, it's know. same price as a subway ride. It wasn't that great. When I lived in Chicago, I took the bus quite often though, and that was a nice bus. You know who loves the bus? Kelsey. Kelsey loves. Yeah, Kelsey the bus. loves the bus. I miss Kelsey. You should hang out with her. It's hard to find time to, like, see your friends. And I feel like people are going to be like, you're not supposed to see your friends. We get that. We don't see our friends very often. 
Um, that's why I said that. But we're kind of allowed to. And I, when we hang out, we usually hang out in very small groups. But we are still getting married. <laughs> we haven't cut that down. Mm-mm. I'm a little shocked at how many people are saying yes, though. I think we'll start getting a bunch of no's soon. That's not very happy. I think it's going to come. It's, it's going to happen. We're going to get to our number. Yeah, we'll see. My dress came in. My dress came in. When's your first fitting? I don't know. I got a call. Oh. I called That's to- exciting, though. I called today, and they... So is it just chilling at the store? Chilling at the holiday inn. In a box. It's just sitting in a box. It's just sitting there. So I got to go pick that up um, and start the fittings for that, which means that... Where are you going? Kleinfeld's. Okay. Say yes to the dress. I said yes. It was actually very fun. Um, I was shocked that I got my dress there, but it ended up being a really good time. And the girl was, who worked with me was, had a little fun with it. She's like, are you saying yes to the dress? Like kind of whispering. And I was like, oh, my God, yes. It was very, it was very fun. So other than the food and obviously marrying me, what are you looking most forward to? Before the wedding or like an outcome of the wedding? Honestly, I'm excited to see it all put together, but it'll be nice to just like see everyone. Yeah. Like it's a bunch of people that I haven't seen in a good amount of time almost honestly a year for some yeah and so it'll be nice to just kind of like see everyone see how they're doing see what catch up see what's popping i feel like my mom keeps telling me she's like shannon you're not gonna be sitting i'm like am i gonna be able to even like talk to people for more than five minutes it's like no i hope so i hope people let me talk to them and don't pull me all over the place what are you looking forward to scion is i'm slow today the world is slow today He's, it's a little, it's late. I'm having a slow day today. It's like Wednesday, like 10.30. Yeah. It's not even Wednesday, it's Monday. Is it Monday? It's Monday. It's Monday at 11 o'clock right now. We try to record on Sundays. We don't do that, but we try to. We aim to, <laughs> it just doesn't happen. So what did you say? What are you most looking forward to? Except for marrying me. Um. And the food. I'm really excited for the flowers. Yeah. I'm really, really excited for the flowers. Flower proposal is really nice. Just the, I mean, any Charleston girls getting married, we're using Petaloso, and I'm obsessed with her. Like, I love her so much. We talk on Facebook or Instagram. I like all her pictures. I'm so excited. I've heard really amazing things from other people, and she's, I don't, I haven't seen too many people from my town using her, which I really like personally just because I kind of like straying away from the norm, I guess, which isn't a bad thing at all for anybody using other people. I just, I feel like I really wanted, I didn't ask too many people for advice on what vendors to use. And so a lot of our wedding is, what? Yeah, I feel like whenever we've talked to our vendors, though, it just kind of clicked. I feel like that's the nice part because yeah. we have talked to vendors that we haven't used and I feel like there just wasn't a connection. Yeah, there are a couple that I tried. I think the photographer was probably the hardest to find, but again, we found ours. I'm obsessed with him. He's so nice. His pictures are unbelievable. And so I'm, I'm really excited for the pictures. I'm excited for the flowers, all the little details. We ordered candles the other day. I'm really excited about those. Now I just, I need to do the nitty gritty stuff. I keep putting it off. Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah, you're bad about it. I'm bad about it, but you're bad about it. Guys, I, I think we might have to cut it a little short because I think I just had a hot flash. Um, <laughs> it's really hot. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> it's really hot in here. I don't know what just happened, but I'm like like instantly sweating. It is really hot in here. So you're also wearing like three layers. Yeah. So I'm having a hot flash. I think we gotta cut it short for the day because I gotta go either take a cold shower or stand in front of the AC. And 
that is this week's episode of What's for Dinner. What is a good dinner? Well, I was thinking steak, but I feel like I've said steak before. I feel like you can't say steak until you perfect your steak. That's true. Sion's working on making, learning how to make steak. Not on a grill because we don't have one. We don't have a grill. And attempt number one wasn't bad. Not no. my favorite, but Could wasn't bad. Could be a little bad. crispier. Yes, but it wasn't bad at a good at a first attempt. Yeah. I I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't really like steak very much. That's not at a restaurant or my dad's. Yeah, we're gonna have to try again in a couple of weeks. But I tapas. That's what's for dinner. Learn to make an octopus. It's it's very easy. So you just take this octopus. You can usually buy it for like eleven ninety nine a pound, um, and a whole octopus, a whole like octopus. the head and the little tentacles. Yeah, you take the octopus, you boil it in water for about an hour and a half covered. It's got to ink. And then and then you just let it sit in that water for however long you want. Um, so you could let it sit overnight if you wanted. Um, and then when you're ready to cook it, you just take it out of the water, cut it up, put it on a cast iron, oil it, heat up the cast iron, and sear it. Don't you just, don't you have to depuff the brain? Well, you pull the brain out when you cut it. Yeah, you pull the brain out. And so when we do tapas, we do octopus, we make patatas bravas. Google a recipe for that because... Very easy. Yeah, and don't let someone intimidate you and t- try to tell you that buying mayonnaise with that store is bad it's like we don't eat that anyway so we just needed like a dollop but yeah a little bit of mayonnaise a lot of garlic and then what else do we do dates bacon wrap dates, dates. yeah stuff them with blue cheese it's super easy wrap then wrap like a third a piece of bacon around it throw it in the oven for 20 minutes flip it if you can just to get them both sides crispy so we do octopus potatoes and Bacon wrap dates. Yeah, and sometimes I'll grab like a chorizo and just like slice it up. Yeah. So if you're ever having guests over or feeling a little adventurous and just kind of losing your spark on something to try for dinner, try to make an octopus. Or try tapas. A lot of people, when they find out you know how to make an octopus, are really impressed because it's just such a different thing. So if you're trying to impress somebody or if you want to try something new, head to your local store where they have the best seafood. Yeah, get get a fresher octopus, because if the octopus isn't fresh, you'll taste it. Yeah. And so that is our tip for dinner. So thank you guys for joining us today. So sorry we've been gone for two weeks and that I had a hot flash. It just ended, so I'm actually done sweating now. But I think we talked your ear off enough. If you guys ever have any questions about jobs or our schedules... Again, feel free to DM us. We are always around. But thank you, guys. See you definitely next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.